0: This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. It's just gone exactly 12 minutes to 6. If you just joined us, welcome to the afternoon overdrive. I'm Michael McKenna. Joining us on the line are Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband. We're going to talk everything hot tech as usual on Tuesdays. Jan, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Great, Jan. So let's get cracking with our subjects this afternoon. Let's try and get all through all of them for a change this afternoon, starting with a warning over license discs expiring in
1: September. Yes. So this was the Road Traffic Management Corporation, the RTMC, Mm -hmm. issuing an alert um, to let everybody know that there's a million motor vehicle licenses set to expire in September. (laughs) Wow. And that's... And that folks should please act early and uh, not get stuck in queues or delays um, that might uh, cause their disks to expire um or you know the the new discs or not being able to get the new discs on time and then running the risk of of getting a fine um or or potentially having to to pay uh, you know a late mm-hmm. fee mm-hmm. um so they did uh let people know there's a 21 day grace period after right. the expiry date okay, and I all will. that and all that stuff but yeah there's a, apparently a million motor vehicle licenses expiring this month and so they um they were just kind of uh proactively trying to manage that
0: Okay, one million. What could have led to that? Well, Just, was it just sheer coincidence? Or how did it come out just one million this particular month? Just curious, yeah, it's Jan. it's
1: interesting one. I'd have to, I'd have to go back and see if maybe it's COVID related, that mm. things have kind of stacked on top of one another. Okay. Uh, because, because of how, um, you know, lockdowns and lockdown releases worked and, and all that kind okay. of stuff. Um, so yeah, there's, there's been some interesting, um, repercussions as a result of, as a result of lockdown and, and people not being able to renew their, li- and then we were given grace on all these licenses that we had to renew Yes. until, you know, the, the various agencies that handle them. Can, could reopen. Right. Uh, you know, the post offices could reopen and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, um, also since then, since the, the start of the, the, the pandemic and the lockdown, Mm -hmm. uh, we've had various new ways of renewing vehicle licenses launch. Right. So you can renew them online through any one of three different channels nowadays. It's it's actually really convenient. And those are government provider channels. And okay. um, there's the uh, the private channels as well, like through FNB and um, renew online and, and and stuff like that.
0: Okay, so there you've got the message sent clearly out. here. just get those licenses renewed, uh, vehicle licenses that is renewed as soon as possible. One million expiring in September. Let's continue, Jan, with this interview with the hackers who broke into South Africa's D-
1: Department of Defence. Whoa. <laughs> yes this this is this has been an interesting story because um subsequent to this article the uh the the um department of defense or the uh or rather the sndf um and they're all interrelated issued a statement saying that they were not hacked um and providing some kind of vague statement on that there was some internal information that was leaked to a criminal syndicate that operate in cyberspace, mm-hmm. and for those of us who who work in the field, we're like, how is that different from a hack? Um, right. And uh, but be be that as it may, um, uh, I just wanted to make sure that people are aware that the um, Department of Defense is disputing that there was a hack. Um, we have asked them for details on. Why it views this as distinct from a hack? You know what's its definition of hack, right? uh, Et cetera, et cetera, and they've not really provided an answer. They said the investigation is ongoing, and you know, basically, (laughs) shove off. Mm -hmm. We will tell you when we're ready, right? Um, And, um, but uh, yeah, um, in between all this, I managed to contact. The, the attackers who have claimed responsibility for the hack. Right. And they say unequivocally, no uncertain terms, that they broke into this system. They, I I asked them how they got in and they didn't want to reveal any details. Okay. I suspect they didn't want to reveal any details because, um, well, one possible reason they didn't want to reveal any details, let me phrase it that way rather, is that they also told me that the vulnerability that allowed them to get into the department of defense network is is still there um they um uh malware or, or um you know this st- the 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 loophole yes. that allows them to get into the network is still in place they can still get in um, and potentially just you know uh, the you know one potential explanation for them not wanting to say how they executed the attack is because that will then make it easy for others to do that right. and potentially mess up their hack right so um and <laughs> okay. so uh, they sound that, like they, they patented it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right um, but also i mean it would uh, if they revealed too much, it would allow the Department of Defense to close it. Um So it's not just, you know, out of nobility, uh, you know, trying to get mm, the, mm, um, you know, trying to prevent other hackers from getting in, but um, also uh, to prevent the Department of Defense from finding it and closing it. Right. Um, but, you know, that's provided that uh, they're not lying about it. You know, if the sure. Department of Defense is telling the truth, then potentially there is an insider that has essentially leaked access mm, credentials right. to the Department of Defense network to an international group of attackers that then broke into the system and stole um, uh, around 1.6 terabytes of of data. Um, wow. That sounds like a lot, but um, from uh, the information that hackers in South Africa have given me, um, because this has obviously piqued everybody's curiosity, yes. and the fact that the department is not saying anything has right. piqued it even further right and so hackers in South Africa have gone and taken a look at this at this breach and um, and there's a lot of video files um uh, in in uh, the data uh, that's been uh, uh, put online right. and so a lot of that one point six terabytes might not be you know just confidential or secret documents yes it could be you know various promotional videos and all kinds of stuff right um, until someone has downloaded this massive archive it's like 500 gigabytes big the the, the archive alone and then it uncompresses to apparently 1.6 terabytes <laughs> until someone's um been able to download this thing and go through it in t- in its entirety Uh, we won't know exactly uh, what's in there. Um, But obviously, um, there's potentially legal repercussions to that. So you can't just download this thing and go through it Mm -hmm. because you might actually be breaking the law. Indeed. So, um, yeah, it it puts us in a tough position where you want to know what potential national secrets have been Mm leaked online but yeah. you're not allowed to look and for what
0: reason know. for that matter one wonders what their intention is and why they would do it in the first place but anyway young let's move on sorry we just pressed for time i just want to try and get through what we wrote you in for this afternoon south africa's top selling used electrical cars take us through that
1: sure um so this is based on auto traders media car industry reports mm-hmm. and it's for the first time They've uh, have a section dedicated to used E V car sales. Um and so let me just go right through them so people can um see what they are. So the top ten most sold used secondhand mm-hmm. electric vehicles in South Africa are the BMW I three, average okay. price six hundred and uh, nine hundred and fifty six hundred thousand nine hundred and fifty Rand. Right. Um Second place Mini Cooper Hatch SE average selling price six hundred forty one thousand one hundred and fifty rand. I'm not going to put. I'm just going to give you the, the the rounded up thousands now. Um, the Volvo XC40 in third place okay. one point roughly two million rand average selling price. BMW iX3 one point two million, BMW iX one point seven million ish, Jaguar I Pace one point four million, Audi e-tron one point eight million. BMW i4, 1.6 million. Audi e-tron GT, 1.8 million. And the Audi RS e-tron GT, around, uh, just under 2.6 million. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's, there's, uh, a lot of electric vehicles, um, being sold secondhand now. And the, the prices range all the way from the, the number one best selling model, um, secondhand, the BMW i3. Um, around 600,000 rand, all the way up to, um, you know, 2.6 million. So it's, um, it's quite a, it's quite a range. Um, but also, um, not quite in that affordability range yet for the average South African Indeed. To, to buy. <laughs> but that might not be a bad thing because from our own testing and, and we'll be doing articles on this, um, in, in the coming, in the coming month. Um, there's our, our public charging infrastructure um, needs to expand substantially before electric vehicles can become mainstream gun let 's end off with a good news
0: story for a change uh, Good yes. news for telecom mobile data customers take us through that
1: yes, so we spotted five g tests in our speed test database, so it looks like there are um uh, telcom subscribers telcom mobile subscribers mm-hmm. uh, in south africa that now have access to a mobile 5g network so um it's not officially been launched yet okay um and so but it certainly looks like Telkom is testing and rolling out its 5g network okay. so uh, for folks on Telkom who have 5g capable devices they can look forward to 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 getting access to that technology. So that's faster speeds, um, more consistent performance, all that good stuff. Right. Jan, we're
0: going to have to leave it there. At least this time, we got through all our subjects that we wanted to get through. Jan Vermeulen, thanks so much for joining us. Always joining us on a Tuesday. Have a great evening. Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband, talking to us everything hot tech.